Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. If it isn't a couple of free little spirits. Oh, birds in the wind. I don't know about anyone else, but if you're in Melbourne or Australia, anywhere really, who has been in a lockdown city and gotten out of a lockdown city... There's a pep in your step, let me tell you. Not much can get me down at the moment. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Sitting in the studio today, I'm vibing quite highly. Yeah. 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 Just on a good vibration. Mm-hmm. Feeling it. I'm getting it from you and throwing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Message on the Machine. My name is Age. And I am Mitch. And we are fucking free, baby. Out of prison. <laughs> We've done the little Nas industry baby breakout. And I'm coming out with some weird tattoos, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. you got the cell block shred on. Yeah. I've got a bit of a weird limp. Someone's been having... Someone's dropped the soap. One too many times. (laughs) Actually, you know what? It would have been nice, actually, if I had dropped the soap a few too many times. However, I don't think the last two years have actually been that kind to me in the sexual dropping soap department. Yeah, well, as is well documented on this show. Yeah, go back and have a listen. Anyone who wants to do some homework. Can we talk quickly, actually, Mm. about a little failed sexcapade of yours (laughs) from the first week of Freedom? Yeah, look, I mean, I say not many things can get me down, but like, fuck me. (laughs) In the spirit of just my life. Yeah, cards on the table. Of course. I'm like, anyway, so I'll bring bring it back to the start. Please do. So obviously we're celebrating our freedom very recently. You and I both went out for a gorgeous dinner on the weekend. Mm -hmm. We had a nice dinner on Friday night, which was, how did you find that? Can I just ask? It's a shock to um, just not be tackling dishes at the end of a meal, really, isn't it? Yeah. Throwing the brown paper bag out. Yeah, so I just pay someone <laughs> and just walk away now. Yeah. Wild. Is that how this works? It's bizarre. It just kind of felt like riding a bike, though, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's just like, oh, n- yeah, we're here again, screaming. Yeah. Mm, carrying oh, on. Our big group of friends carrying on, ordering. <laughs> Rosés for the table. Yeah. Cocktails and whatnot. No, it was good. It was really nice. Had The food was beautiful and, yeah, it was nice. Sort of, I think for me, my fave was actually just, like, getting dressed with a purpose again. That was, like... Really nice. Bit yeah. of a collared shirt situation. Nothing, none of my pants fit me anymore. For the tightness or looseness? I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, and when everything's a drawstring elastic waist, yeah. that just kind of goes unnoticed. <laughs> but suddenly you're trying to put on some kind of a slack and they're pretty slack. And they're just falling down to your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, dinner was good. And then on the Saturday, we also had um, a friend's birthday, which was super fun, mm. uh, which was nice because we actually were able to have people around the house and have drinks. And so that was super fun. But look, the point of the story that you want me to get to. Please. <laughs> I'm waiting here. So I was obliterated. I'll yeah. use to use your words. Mm. And it was quite late, about 5am. And I was like, yeah, I reckon you've had your fun now. Like... Day two on, on the bender, time to go home sort of thing. Yeah. And called the Uber or whatever. And on the way home, I was like, you know what? You've been locked up. It's like, you deserve this. And can I say, when I was on the phone to you the next morning, this is exactly the pep talk that I was recounted. Yeah. I'm a free 
woman. Yeah. What I'm referring to is that I deserve to go and visit a boy on the way home. Yes. Message a boy to see if he was up on the way home. Mm. Just to, you know, obviously pay him a visit and have a cup of tea on the way through. Obviously nightcap. Yeah. And I was like, yep, yeah, sweet. I'm doing it like... Talk myself up, bit of like cold water in the face, confidence. Yeah, God, I wish I was there f- to do that for you because you've definitely done it for me before. Because mm. usually, I'll be honest, like at, at my age, I'm like random cups of tea with men is not like that. <laughs> I prefer my Earl Grey at home. It's just kind of like, yeah, been there, done that. Like old young me would have done it, but like can't be fucked. I'd rather just go home and have a good sleep. Yeah. Let's get serious. <laughs> at 5am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Your full nine hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this time I was like, let your hair down. Anyway, go to the house, rock up, open the door. I was like, yep. And straight away, as soon as I opened the door, I knew he was drunk. Mm. And like, obviously I was drunk as well, but like... Obliterated, apparently. Well, if I was obliterated, then I'm not sure how he was standing. It's a, it's a um, daunting feeling when you are like, oh, I'm obliterated. And then I'm standing next to someone and you're like, no, I'm actually the sober one here. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool, cool. That's cool. Like, whatever. Not not judging. It is, you know, mm. all hours of the morning. And then we sat on the couch and I reckon we kissed for probably less than two seconds. Mm. And not, he... Not a long time with the tea bag in the cup, really, is it? No. The tea... I don't think the bag even got in the cup. <laughs> didn't even get the water boiling. He then had to stop and basically just put his hand up to his mouth and gave me this look like he was about to throw up. Oh, good. And then excused himself and said, sorry, and just and went to the bathroom and all I could hear was him throwing up. Yeah, right. Breakfast is making a reappearance. So I just got up. That was the biggest mood killer of the night. I thought, I'm not doing this. That's it. Can you fucking keep your cup of tea? I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not kissing that vomit mouth. Going home. Yeah, literally. I was like, oh, if I want to fucking kiss you now, one, two, I've just kissed you and you've just thrown up yeah, in basically right. your own mouth. So <laughs> any confidence that I just built up in that cab on the way there, gone. Yeah. The G up that you gave yourself on the way there is yeah. evaporated. Yeah. So like a piping hot cup of tea. AG boy's just gone home and hugged his pillow again. <laughs> My favourite part, though, is that he's just walked out of the bathroom and you're just not there. Yeah, I was gone. Fucking see you later. smoke. Invisibility cloak on. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Restricted section. (laughs) Diagonally. Out the door. (laughs) Yeah, was not having a bar. And then he just messaged me saying, I'm so sorry, and I never replied. Yeah, well. I was just like, well, you should be. He made his bed. Yeah. And you're not going to lie in it. Absolutely not. Smells like vomit. (laughs) So yeah, that was me. That's my week. How are you? Any other thing to update on the back of that? Um, no, pretty much much of a much the same muchness on this end. Yeah. Just yep, pushing on through. <laughs> um Going back to work I will say was pretty tough after Yeah. Freedom weekend. Well, I was on a call with um a client and the owner of my company on Friday afternoon. And the client said, Oh, freedom freedom weekend, Mitch, are you gonna go send it? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm on the call with my boss right now. So I'm just really toe around this one. <laughs> and then my boss said, no, Mitch is actually one of the ones who works for us, who's pretty good at giving it a good hard nudge on a night out and still making it to the office the next day. So oh, I'm not worried about him. Perfect. So then I had something to prove on the Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I did. Beads of sweat. I'm fine. <laughs> no issues here. Well, what was the last thing you Googled? The you- last thing I Googled was... Sex in the City reboot poster. Ooh. Because somebody just said to me in passing, have you seen this poster for the reboot of the show? Because 
God, Charlotte is botched. Oh, she's been looking botched in all of the, and just like that, like Insta posts and yeah. stuff. Really, like, she has been touched by an angel, that lady, and yeah. the angel had a vendetta against her, apparently. <laughs> the angel had a blindfold on. <laughs> um, so I was just curious and wanted to just get clock my eyes on that. And um, results, was it as bad as... Confirmed. Yeah. Myth. Not busted. Yeah. Touched by the blind angel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you? What'd you Google? The last thing I Googled is actually kind of interesting this week. It is, what is my sexual blueprint? Mm. Mm. I'm listening. You've got me. Yeah. So we've spoken on this show before about love languages. Yep. So the theory is, and you can reference this to, if anyone's watched um, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow on Netflix. Oh, like Jade Stones in the Snatch sort of situation. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so Goop has now created a spinoff to Goop, which is Goop, Sex and Love. Right. On Netflix. And... The episode is, I actually haven't watched it, but I was chatting about it with my friend. And basically it's like an episode where they speak to this like psychologist who created sexual blueprint and sexual blueprint is basically like your love language, but in the bedroom specifically. Mm. So there's all different types. There's the energetic, the sensual, the sexual, uh, the kinky and the the shapeshifter. Oh, so there's five and yeah, you just do the little quiz and you get your result. And? I, mine was not surprising at all. Talk to me. I'm the sensual. Mm. Basically means that like I'm all about like the environment and how things feel. And like right. they like the romance. They like music. They Candles like, lit. Yeah. They like the soft sheets and like great music and sensual touching and like that <laughs> shebang. <laughs> oh, God. And they said that they get really, their downfall is they get easily distracted by little things like, oh, there's a weird sock on the floor or something like that, right, which is okay. also very true. Yeah. Full length mirror. <laughs> to me. Don't need to see it. Thank yeah. you. <gasps> yeah. And it's actually, yeah, I can't remember the last time I had sex where I didn't put music on. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm going to get you to do it and then next week we'll report back. Yeah. I think my mind might just... Malfunction. <laughs> Is there a celibate option? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've talked about ourselves for a little while. Be have ca- we? Be carried away with the freedoms, the newfound freedoms that we have. I thought that was the whole, you know guilty pleasure of having a podcast is I can just talk about myself for as long as I want. Not on one special episode every month, my darling. (laughs) (laughs) We've come in at the wrong time because this week is all about the listeners. All right. Throw to them. (laughs) Throw into them. What have they got for me this week? So we put up the question box as we always do. Got some great responses back and we're just basically going to spitball on the air some answers. To those responses, I suppose. Q&A live, but not live. <laughs> exactly right. right. Hit me up. What have you got for me, Mitchie? What's what's on your list? So to start off with... Yeah. Let's talk about the stars. As in like Cancer, Leo. No. Star signs. Hollywood. Oh. Have you ever met anyone famous? <sighs> I actually haven't met someone famous, famous, like to the point where I was like quite starstruck. What about when you met me? First time. No. As again, I stand by what I just said. <laughs> cool. Just checking. I was once in a cafe in LA though uh, with Jonah Hill. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Did you speak to him? We were in line together waiting for a coffee. So we were brushing shoulders. Was it like um, really big Jonah Hill or yeah. like... Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah. Probably like not super bad Jonah Hill, like not young big Jonah Hill. Yeah. Probably like um Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Jonah Hill. Okay. But yeah. Not quite down to like Moneyball Jonah Hill. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But like, you know what it's like? And this is something that I'm curious about too is, you know, when you stand next to someone or you're near someone famous, at what point do you throw in the towel of being cool and just trying to like be like, oh, you're a normal person too. I don't want to be annoying to, hi, can I have your order off and get some pics? Yeah. I am not one to really be that starstruck by people. Okay. So I think I would probably avoid that moment. But then probably regret it later as well. I think maybe if I really liked you enough, mm-hmm. like if I bumped into like the Veronica's Lady Gaga, Beyonce, I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the Veronica's are up there with Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking no. You could literally run into them at the supermarket. Like... Absolutely. Yeah. And I would fall to the floor, drop my bag of apples and <laughs> be in shock. They would not be untouched. That's for sure. <laughs> Have you met anyone famous? Um, maybe not as famous as Jonah Hill, but I had lunch with Cody Simpson once. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was... He's at- gotten bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, later in life. I thought I you think. meant, like, Jonah Hill bigger, but yeah, yeah. no, I'm yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, this was post-GG um, breakup, so it was probably, ah. like, his peak, actually. Okay. Um, I was at this event, and I was just kind of, as I said, not super starstruck by the fact that he was there. Mm. Um, and everyone else I think kind of was. Mm-hmm. And I was just at the Bay Marie getting myself a hot dog. <laughs> Move, Cody. I'm hungry. <laughs> and he just came over and struck up a bit of a conversation. Um, and then for some reason I invited him to come to Peru with me. Okay. And did he? No. Yeah. Funny but, about that. Know, shit your shot. Let's okay. know. <laughs> Bring JG. Hey, Cody, you want to come to Peru? <laughs> No thanks, weird boy from Australia who I don't know. <laughs> He's Australian. Wait, was he in Australia with you? Cody Simpson is an Australian Yeah, man. I know, but like he doesn't live here. He's in the US. Yeah, he was in and Australia. And you spent some time in the US. We're in the GC, Dallas. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Just... So yeah, that's my brush with fame. Cool, cool, cool. Big Simo, right. as I call him. <laughs> in codes. In the Peru group chat. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to move on. When was the last time that you cried? Oh, God. Would have been watching some kind of a movie, but I mm. can't really think of when. You don't really cry a lot in real life, do you? You just cry at, like, no. fictional situations. Yeah. I know when the last time you cried was. When? A couple of days ago on my front porch. <laughs> this is a story that I don't think is true. Adrian was so drunk at my house <laughs> the other day, now that you can actually be here yeah. with a few other people having some libations. Yes. That I just found you standing on the front porch, just sort of a bit teary. What I think I was teary for the fact that I was had to go home. Maybe. Mm. I don't really remember though, to be honest. I don't think I was actually physically crying. I think I would have been doing that thing where I'm playing it up a bit. I think so, just... but I, I was quite worried and I pulled you into my bedroom and shut the door and said, we just need to have a chat. <laughs> co-worker to co-worker, what's up? And you just said, I'm fine. It was like... Quite startling for me. Yeah, I think I want. I think I was feeling a bit unwell. Anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> neither here nor there. Anyway, moving on. It's moving on from that one. Um, well, I've got another one here quickly. Mm. Do you remember the last thing you dreamed, dreamt of? Sorry. Um, not the last thing. Okay. However, I was woken up in the night 
the other day. Mm. And I feel like that's the only time that I really am able to remember my dreams. And it was a really good one. I was singing a duet with Amanda Seyfried. Oh, for fuck's sake. We were singing the... We were singing Somebody to Love, the Queen song, except the Happy Feet version. Oh, great version. Yeah, absolutely. Up on the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I thought that she was the singer of that movie, but it's actually not her. <sighs> Do you know what? Dreams are so boring. Like, listening to someone else's dream, like, they make absolutely no... Like, it's so... I don't think there's something that, like... No offense. No, that wasn't just... No, a, I agree. But like, you know, when someone's like, oh, I had a dream and then it was this, like, they can... Most of the time, they're pretty shit. Yeah. Unless it's like, oh, I fucked this and whatever. Like, because yeah. you know it's fake. Yeah. I only want to hear about your dream if I was in it. But also, they're so fucking weird for you when it's like, how? why does your brain think of that? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, now that we've talked about how boring dreams are, <laughs> do you remember any of yours? Well, so I don't actually really remember my dreams. I'm not someone who remembers dreams. I do every now and then have like little flashbacks but Mm. they say that like because your brain so like if you're someone who remembers your dreams often Mm. it's because so when your body um when you're asleep and your brain goes into like full rem sleep which is like when you're like fully switched off Mm -hmm. you actually will never remember your dreams that's why most people don't but you dream every night yeah so it's the people whose brains are like not fully switched off and i've actually noticed like you know when, like, you wake up and you're like, I had a shit sleep? Mm. It's usually the shit sleeps that I do remember the dreams. Mm. Yeah, I remember my dreams most nights. That makes sense for me. Mm. Not quite or like, reaching the bottom level of the REM. Yeah, you know when you wake up and, like, maybe you wake up at, like, four in the morning and then you want to go, you go back to sleep and then you always remember that last little dream that you have before you actually get up? Mm. Exactly what happened to me in Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, because you're not really fully asleep. Yeah, mm. there you go. So you guys, education as well as humor. <laughs> Thank you. This is boring as your dreams. <laughs> um, okay, what about this one? I guess it's just a reco question, really. Mm. What songs have you got on repeat? Or just give me one. What's your go-to anthem of the moment? Guess. And you should know. I'm going to guess um, a really sad British pop star who <laughs> might be releasing a new album in the coming... Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, easy on me. 100%. It's on repeat. I actually, every time I get in the car, it's the first song I just put on. It just yeah. sort of starts my journey. Yeah, good. <laughs> Start the day how you wish to continue. Yeah. Highly emotional. Start the journey and then, yeah. Do you know what? That's probably one of the last times I cried, actually, was the day Easy On Me came out. I had a oh, bit of a wow. tear watching that film clip. It's nice for you. Mm. Besides my front porch. Yeah. That. No. It <laughs> didn't happen. It's not real. Um, What about you? What's on repeat for you? Um, you know, I saw this question, I was struggling to think because I just kind of generally tend to pop on whatever's on and let it wash over me. But I have been listening to, um, Priyanka and Lemon's song come through quite a lot. Yes, you have. A lot. A lot. (laughs) To the point where you know pretty much every lyric. Yeah, I can do the rap. Yeah. I won't now. Can you not spit it for me just like a lyric? Don't even have to ask for it, for me to get it. (laughs) When When you see my ass in this, I charge credit. Your dad drops stacks in this and don't forget, do you want me to keep going? I mean, like, I think we get it, but like, yeah, yeah good job. Let's get this. Okay. Well, a couple of definitely coming from different worlds yet again. Yeah. I just love a bit of, um, you know, white gay man dresses a woman rap. It's mm. my niche. And I love divorced British. <laughs> divorced babes, divorced. British bacon. <laughs> All right. Next one I've got for you, which I don't know if we've ever probably covered this on the show before, but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I'd love to see what comes to mind for you. Mm. Where is the craziest place you've had sex? 
Um, yeah. So I, I mean, define crazy. Like one person's crazy is another person's Tuesday afternoon, really, isn't it? Well, that's right. So like the back of a car, like a cubicle. Back of the car, yes, because I've been at 16 before. <laughs> at the drive-in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not 16, because I'm not sure why I'd be in a car at yeah. 16. <laughs> I would hope not. 18. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that one time I was at um, a sex shop. Yeah. Found this book that was basically was like... 365 places you should have sex. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling particularly randy, you could tick them off in a year. Okay. Um, and me and the girlfriends that I was with were like, let's all flip to a page and that's where we have to have sex in the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. And mine was a fire escape. Okay. Haven't achieved that yet, <laughs> but it's on the list. Okay. Yeah. Phase one, get into a building with a fire escape. <laughs> yeah. So that is phase one. <laughs> phase two. Find males also <laughs> yeah. into the building. Phase three, have enough interest in having sex at that moment to make it happen. Yeah. Phase Gosh. four, don't get caught. Yeah. Or do. Oh, well, that's right. Which one of those is the hardest phases, I think? The interest. <laughs> I was going to say just finding a male to begin with. <laughs> oh, they're around. Just Someone no, for everything. Just got no interest. <laughs> What about you? Uh, craziest place I've ever had sex would probably be probably the bush in Italy, which I've discussed in this oh, yeah. on the show before. <laughs> the bush. So yeah, refer back to Love Long Distance if you'd like to hear that story. Yeah, Italian I won't be, sex in a bush. I won't be repeating it. No, don't need to. <laughs> uh, okay, moving right along. Have you ever kissed someone to make someone else feel jealous? So I don't think that I have done this. Mm-hmm. However, I do remember that I was at a club with one of my good friends once mm-hmm. and there was a man there who had recently rejected him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I really need to find someone to kiss so that I can mm-hmm. make him jealous, mm-hmm. show him what he's missed. People really think like that, don't they? And I was like, oh, duh, I'll do it with you. Yeah. And so we spent like a, probably a good chunk <laughs> of the night... <laughs> Just following this guy around and every time <laughs> and every time we thought he was looking, we'd just start making out. <laughs> Perfect. Like, I reckon I kissed him like twenty eight times. <laughs> fucking that freak. night, just being like, I wonder if he saw eyes open. Are you over. there? Look over here. He probably saw and was like, Oh, good for him, someone should be interested, but like fuck. He's really desperate, really wants me to see. I can see you. <laughs> yeah. This is the eighth time I'm looking. Please stop. <laughs> For me, though, and I mean, I know that you're the same. Sometimes when you're at the club, mm. it's just great to have some kind of an activity to keep you occupied. Oh, I love... What missions? What's the mission? What's <laughs> yeah. the next mission? And the mission yeah. was Operation Make This Random Guy Jealous Who I Didn't Know and I Was Happy to Oblige. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Have good you friend. Ever... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> have you ever done it? Uh, no. Yeah, cool. Nah, I can't really say I have, to be honest. It's not really your steez, I feel. No, not at all. I think the most I've ever done is like... Probably just like maybe danced with yeah. a boy that yeah. maybe knowing that my ex was also at the club. Yeah. But like, even in that moment, I would never have kissed anyone else in front of him. Right. Out of respect. Yeah. Especially during like the first f- period of our breakup. No. Yeah. Um, this could just be someone you're really kind of interested in though, that you're like, I want him to notice me. And I just I'm wanted by others. Oh, see, I just, my mentality doesn't think like that. Like if I saw someone I wanted kissing someone else, I'd be like, oh, they want them, not me. Mm. 
I'd want them to be available looking at me <laughs> with a nice green blinker on that yeah. says, I want you. You're up on the podium. Kiss me, please. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I have maybe danced like closely. I think you and I maybe have danced like a little bit um, cheekily. Oh, yeah. To maybe like send some confusing messages out but that's not necessarily just to my ex that just could be like get these creeps away from me i um you know when you dance with your girlfriend so that the creepy guy at the club won't hit on them yeah i seem to fall in this role of never just (laughs) managing to kiss someone who actually wants to kiss me at a club but i'm always around if you need to some kind of a cock block if you need some deflection (laughs) nice beard yeah This week's episode has been brought to you guys by Strange Love, our new premix obsession. What a local gem all the way from Byron Bay. Absolutely. Fave holiday spot. <laughs> I love an import from there. <laughs> so Strange Love actually has a range of locale sodas, which is what we're calling, I guess, like a bit of a new gen of the soda world. Yeah, we're talking 50% less sugar than a normal soda, locale, all the good stuff, and still somehow just completely delicious. Because we all know we're out on the piss, you go to reach for that bottle of mixer, and then all of a sudden, fairy mouth. <laughs> know it well. No one wants a fairy mouth. So these locale options are absolutely amazing. And you know what the best thing is? They're actually quite high fashion as well, I would say. Oh my God, say. the branding, stunning. Absolutely stunning. So You're thrilled to have one of those on your arm, let me tell you. They've got some really amazing experimental flavors, which are also great to just kind of drink on your own if you just want like a bit of a soda water doll. Absolutely. But, you know, for those amongst us who do love a tipple, they are very easily paired with some kind of spirit to really get the party started. So there's eight amazing flavors. My favorite was actually the very mandarin because I don't know why. I'm not really like a orange citrusy kind of vibes, but mandarin juice flavor, love. <laughs> something new you didn't know about me. <laughs> Learning something new every day. I am, as we know, a bit of a margarita lover. So the lime and jalapeno for me was... That's actually yum. I don't know. <laughs> Just, do you know what? There wasn't one of the flavors that I didn't like. <laughs> Huge fans. Huge fans, yeah. There's double ginger. There's a yuzu as well, which was yum. The holy grapefruit, smoked cola, and the cloudy pear and cinnamon, which was delicious. Basically just all the joys of like a fully stocked bar. And all you need to do is just open up the bottle and start sipping. With all natural ingredients, Strange Love is your perfect addition to any casual Sunday afternoon or night out on the town. Absolutely. If you guys are interested, you can head to the website right now and subscribe to the mailing list and enjoy 15% off your orders and access the upcoming Black Friday sale. Oh, I know I'll be getting access to that sale. (laughs) Don't mind if I do. Because I've got a lot of drinks to drink. (laughs) All right, guys. So the closing segment for our stunning feedback episode is as always well not always but this week we're throwing it back to (laughs) brothels no (laughs) not this week but maybe next time actually because i think we need to circle back to that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, nice miss those girls yeah 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 um miss scarlet and all the girls down at lucky hand (laughs) we are going to give you guys some advice based on some listener um stories or what am i called what are you called and submission listen we are going to give you some advice based on some listener submissions. So we did get one a couple of weeks ago, which I'm glad to finally bring to the airwaves. It's from a long time listener. So shout out to this listener because I know that they are 
Huge loyal, fan of the show. Loyal fan. So, you know, good for you getting your airtime in. Mm. So, the listener has written in and said, I've recently come out of a long-term, in brackets, two years relationship. I've spent the majority of my 20s in serious slash long-term relationships, so I feel like I haven't really left much room for myself. Can I say? Correct. I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is feeling very up my alley so far. Yeah, okay. You can relate. No, I'm feeling poised to provide some advice because... The long-time fan's actually Mitch, and (laughs) he just wants some advice. No. (laughs) No, so... Um, we should give this listener a name. Yeah, well, he's um, British. Yes, he, he goes on to... Lower down. Yeah. So I'm thinking Adele. Perfect bit of British bacon. <laughs> That's it. Tony Ole. Shall I read it in this accent for the rest of the thing? <laughs> I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Adele goes on to say, I was on the tube yesterday and an elderly married couple sat in front of me and I got to thinking... The concept of staying with someone your entire life is quite alien to me, especially being gay and living in London. Life isn't monogamous like that. My family is riddled with divorce and multiple marriages. I guess what I'm trying to say is, how can I start to acknowledge that being single and setting some space and time to get to know me better? I've always been a relationship kind of gal, and now I feel quite alienated being single. So just to clarify, because it might be confusing when this person has referred to themselves as a girl, am I calling him Adele? Yeah. This is a man. This is a gay male. (laughs) (laughs) A gay male... In London. Yeah. I mean, not that gender matters, but just for context. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just if you want to picture him. Yeah. He's a picture. He's a, a gay man named Adele living in Melbourne <laughs> who loves eating spotted dick and other various fish and chips and pints. You are thrashing this spotted dick today. <laughs> I just really wanted to say spotted dick on there. Yeah. Cool. So hearing straight that straight off the bat, mm. what's the first sort of thing that comes up for you for Adele? Um... It's a tough one to start off with. Yeah. Obviously. Poor Adele's going through it. Yeah. Um, being a relationship girl is something that I am not resonating with too hugely. <laughs> yep. Because that opportunity has not quite presented itself to me yet. Correct. Thanks for reminding me, Adele, you little yep. bitch. Um, but I think it's a really valid point what he's saying that people who are in relationships don't know really how to spend time by themselves and how to carve out that time. Mm. And sometimes when you're sitting on a bus next to a beautiful old couple who seem to be getting along. Yes. That's when it really hits. Yeah. I think, yeah, then the flow on thought to that is like, does that even exist? Because obviously Adele's sort of expressing that maybe examples in his life. Mm. He doesn't see a lot of that. Mm. Is that even something he should be striving towards when it's yeah. not something he's been exposed to? I don't know. I mean, I think I just hear that and think the journey is yours to make. Yeah. And yes, you can look at that elderly couple, but you don't know their story. Like you might be making an assumption that they've, they could have met five minutes ago. Yeah. First date. They, you don't know. They could be brother and sister. Oh, well, there you go. Well, you know, but I think the point I'm making is there. You, everyone's journey is kind of different and you can't really compare like, oh, well, this... And just because something did happen to your parents or in your family doesn't mean that that's the narrative that you need to take on for your life. Mm. Um, but if it is, then, you know... And right now, if you are single and you you think you need to explore that time, mm. even though you might feel a little bit difficult because you've always been in a relationship, still explore it because there's a reason why you feel like that. 
Yeah, and I think the headline for me is obviously the concept of being single is a frightening one for poor Adele. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to find someone like you. She no. just wants you. Well, yeah. She's written now five albums about being single, so I you know. think she would have understood the assignment by now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is something that maybe you need to just like take a step back, take a look at why you're feeling like that and learn how to love you. Yeah, there's a reason why it makes you feel a bit uncomfortable right now. It's probably because you're not used to it. But I think that there would be a lot of merit and benefit in learning how to feel comfortable in it. Take it from two very comfortable singletons. Yeah, almost too comfortable. Like, someone please help me out of this fucking chair. (laughs) Seriously. I'm now... My ass has left an imprint and I'm ready to get out of the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting at the disco waiting for someone to pull me up for a dance and yeah. there's just a sweat patch on the seat. Yeah, basically. But yeah, no, I think that's that's probably it and there's not much more to say on it. I mean, obviously it'd be nice to sometimes have a bit more context with these things, mm. but appreciate the the um, the writing either way. Absolutely. Hey, cheers, Adele. Good luck with the new album. And yeah, best of luck with all the things. Yeah. Hopefully one day you, have, you find yourself with a strapping... Older man on your arm on the bus and someone's looking at you thinking maybe one day that could be me. One day when you've got a gorgeous husband, <laughs> you've got a gorgeous husband and you're very happy and you don't need anyone and you would have been like, fuck, I'm at this point now because I did my single years. It's like, yeah. it's like when you land on like the, you know, the jail thing on Monopoly. You just got to go there and do a little bit of time. <laughs> Some sentences longer than others. Pay you 200 bucks. <laughs> But eventually you get out yeah. and you're reformed mm. for it, you know? Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Or you're just really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, really either damaged. way, sounds like a good time and a good podcast. Well, guys, if you've got your own listener situation that you'd love us to talk to, mm. please reach on out. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. You can shoot us an email. It's hello at messageonthemachine.com. Or just send us a DM. Or just straight into the DMs, the way we love to receive messages. <laughs> Either way, advice will be questionable, but vibes will be high. And that's, that's what you come for. That's so, right. Here we that's, are. And feel free to just shoot us. We don't have to wait till you see the question box on the stories, guys. You can shoot us quite random questions whenever you want. I just love your... Just feel free to just shoot us. Just talk to me, someone. <laughs> shoot me right on the head. <laughs> no, but also while you're on the socials doing all the things... Can you also please head to whatever platform you listen to our podcast on, like it, rate it, review it, follow it. I don't really know. Depends what you're listening on. Other buzzwords. Yeah. But uh, please do something, especially, especially if you're on iTunes and using Apple Podcasts because your rating and review actually pushes us up in the iTunes algorithm and does huge things for our show. Really gets us out there and gets us in the ears of new listeners. And that's how we grow. So that's how we find fame. That's right. So basically, our fame is in your hands. Yeah. So our I'm livelihoods. here. Week after week, <laughs> recording for you. All you need to do is just spend 30 seconds. Yeah, just hit that fifth star. Pull out your phone right now. Go on. Go on. We'll wait. Go on. I've got time. <laughs> All I've got is time. Do that. Leave us a review. Send it on to someone else. Share this episode. Tell your mum like I've asked every other week. <laughs> Surely the mums all know by now. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully by now we're on to Gran. <laughs> um, and then I guess on that note, guys, there's just one thing left to say. That's right. Good luck out there. We'll see you at the next one. This episode was brought to you by Strange Love, the drink, drink, drinkers drink. Drinkers drink.